0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. PTW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus
1: The Law of the Jungle. Eat or be eaten. These film cans tell what happened to the Americans who journeyed into the Amazon to shoot a documentary. <laughs>
0: New York City is only
1: a day away from the green inferno of the Amazon jungle. Four Americans plunge into the savagery of the Amazon jungle to film a documentary. They never come back. Are they still alive? If so, where are they? Cruel. Brutal. Savage. Shocking. Authentic, actually filmed in the Amazon jungle.
2: No! to get the film back home now! Think of Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm not too happy right now, but
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the Cannibal Holocaust, doc- or not documentary, but commentary, uh, My Virgin Time. Tim is here,
1: Tim's seen it, and Rodrigo has seen it only recently. Only recently and only once.
2: Only once. And we
1: are,
2: what version are we watching? The Grind...
1: What well, I'm watching, yeah. I'm watching the, the, the Grindhouse releasing Blu-ray version, which uh, I guess is, is the most complete version available commercially. Yeah, yeah
0: it, it is, it's, yeah.
1: And it's also the version that I saw in a theater recently. So, yeah,
0: I, I believe that's this. I believe that's what uh, Kyle and I are watching on my computer. I have the same one on Blu-ray as you do, Quast. Uh, but the one I believe we're watching is like just a DVD quality that somebody uploaded on YouTube.
1: Which I guess for for our purposes here tonight's, you know. Yeah, I yeah.
0: I always try to, no matter what kind of version of the movie I have, I always try to make sure I have it lined up with what Kyle has. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather do it that way.
2: And the way we're gonna we're gonna start this. Uh, we're going to start yeah. it right when the warning comes on. So whatever version you people at home are listening to, you can, you can cue it up right there. Like just when the, when the warning comes up, hit start and you should be within a second of us. Well,
1: my, well, my version starts with the, um, the grindhouse releasing intro.
2: Yeah. So just get it up to where the warning comes on.
1: Yeah. Cause
2: and then, that's when ours starts. Okay. Well, I don't have a warning. I have a um, um.
1: It just goes from the grindhouse, releasing things straight into the uh, movie. It so, doesn't have
0: the whole warning, like uh, explaining at the beginning what you're about to watch.
1: No, I don't have that. Huh? Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, so I was gonna so say, this, just uh, we'll tell this, you when we just go through that. Just say, hit it. The, the moment you see the green forest come on screen and the music yeah, starts, that's yeah, that that's, would be the best way. I'm queued
2: up too. Okay, hold on. We'll do. I'll do this, Rodrigo. I'll send you a thing on the on over Skype if I can find you to when you start. Okay, will that work? That works. Man. And then I'll hit. I'll we'll hit start for everybody else because ours has a warning on it. So. Okay, I will see. Yeah, that... I was
0: gonna say I know what Cost is talking about because yeah. I was ta- I was taking a look at that new Blu-ray set and I was just I totally forgot about that. I haven't watched a ton of it. I was just peeking at a few things and checking it out. Plus, it has a soundtrack to it too, which is fucking awesome.
2: I do it's have
1: Ennio Morricone, one of my favorite Italian film composers. Man, the music in this is fantastic, all on its own. In fact, the, the grindhouse version that I have comes with a separate. The, cd of the
0: the yes Um, yes i I, like i said cost i have the same thing yeah it's it's really cool for anybody has a chance to pick up that blu-ray pick it up it's really cool because these for one reason or another i don't know if it's how they release it or they only release cannibal holocaust in limited quantities anytime anything special has been done with cannibal holocaust it seems to disappear quickly
1: yeah yep
2: well tim your kids are not around right
0: no, no, okay, they're
2: okay.
0: not. Uh, no cost uh, would be proud. My daughter had been watching uh first season of original Batman nice. all, uh, like, all, awesome. all like all weekend so.
2: Okay. So just for reference, I do have a a vomit bucket over here. <laughs> and I did just eat a bunch of pizza with my parents. I took them out for for pizza tonight, so this might not be good. <laughs> Which by I, uh, the way, uh, I
0: was going to say one of the I know a VHS version came out with a at some point a vomit bag but there was also a DVD version of this released in the past decade that had a vomit bag
1: yeah
0: that had a cannibal holocaust vomit bag in it i can't remember who released it it was very few and far but i've seen it it's really cool looking i, I that would have been that's kind of like the uh, what is it? The slumber party massacre. You could have got like the bed sheets or whatever it was. The, it. Didn't <laughs> basket
2: case come with like a surgeon's mask?
0: That, that I'm not sure. I'm I, sure
2: when it first came out. It came with a surgeon's mask, so you didn't get blood on your face or some such nonsense.
0: I I love that kind of stuff. That's cool because it's kind of like the zombie death house that I have that has the insurance policy inside.
1: You, exactly. ate a, you ate a bunch of pizza tonight. I ate a bunch of really raw ground meat tonight, um, in preparation for the movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: did, I, ate a, I ate a baby. That's what I ate. That's I ate a baby. Yes. Okay, Tim. For everybody else, we're at the warning screen. Three, two, one, go. And I'll hit you here in a second, close. Right. Yeah, it, yeah. It, this
0: basically for anybody it's watching it or not able to see this, it's just basically saying that the distributors of the film don't want to have anything to do with it. They don't believe in censorship,
2: all that stuff. So any movie that starts out with a quote by Thomas Jefferson, it behooves every man to its values. Liber- well, it's gone now. That's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed I don't have that at the beginning of my man. That's just
0: yeah. That's why I said this got to be like one of those DVDs that came out recently, and somebody must have uploaded it on YouTube because I know Kyle got it for me. And when I was looking on YouTube, there was several well, what...
1: different versions,
0: even under different titles, like
1: it well, used that was, to. That was, that was the problem until Grindhouse got their hands on on the movie. Is that there were so many different versions of it floating around out there.
2: Yeah, hit it, Rodrigo.
1: Alright, man. There's our Green Inferno. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it starts out like uh it's got, I've heard this music very, before, it's awesome. Very very innocently enough, it's you know, just like these great aerial views of this uh of the Amazon River and there's all this lush green forest. You know, it looks like you know.
0: Oh, and yeah, and it the music be... that's playing you're not expecting to witness what you're about to witness.
1: Oh yeah, it, it, <laughs> it does nothing to prepare you for the for the hellish uh, images that you're going to see later in the movie. I'm yeah, scared. it's so like unassuming, scared, whatever. So, uh, Quast, you were saying
0: before we were like before we got started, you said you just seen this two months ago down yeah. in New Orleans um, for, the, for the first how, time. Yeah, I was just going to say, how did it escape you for so long? Because I know you. Outside of me, you're like the one person I know that watches different bad stuff. <laughs> just
1: a lot of random. You know, it, it's just, the, I'm always like turned off by hype. You know, I don't care whether it's, like, it took me 10 years to see Ghostbusters, you know. What? I mean, it, was like, it, was so, yeah, it was such a phenomenally popular movie whenever it first came out that I just like was so sickened by the hype that I just turned off on it and didn't see it for 10 years. And whenever this movie first came out everyone made such a big deal about you know about the the, the slaughter of, um, of uh, live animals and stuff in this movie that I thought oh man you know like we were saying some people would hear that and go running towards it and that kind of thing just like turns me off i'm not I'm not into like you know, the two of the slaughter for slaughter's sake, and that's really the only thing I knew about the movie for the longest time. And then I, after I learned more about it, it's just like, oh, you know, I'll get around to watching this one of these days.
2: You sound yeah. like me. Yeah, I'm, I was eventually going to get around to watching this because it is the granddaddy, and it, it, it is, and that's just the thing. I, I kind of I kind of
1: knew that I would get around to see some of it. That's the third warning we've received on
0: this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah, I was going to say, because I know I agree with what you're saying, Klaus. I don't always like to watch movies just because of the hype. Sometimes I'll let the hype die out, and then I'll watch the movie. But I remember getting in a conversation with Art Eninger, and it was before the screening at the Oaks Theater that I got to see both of those movies together. And Art basically explained to me, he goes, you will have a whole new perspective on Blair Witch Project and several other movies after you watch the entire film.
1: Yeah, you know that found found um, – they found footage, you know, this is the basically the granddaddy of found footage films. But not only that, but just, you know, that, that 30 years of perspective on, like, reality television, for, for example. You know, things like Survivor. Um, you know, any any of those TV shows where the camera crew follows people into the jungle and they have to survive by their wits. is like, this this movie kind of foretold all of that shit.
2: Whoa, Dracula 1972. Uh, <laughs> nice, Frank Langella. Uh, yeah, sweet.
1: But uh, yeah,
0: it just it 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 did. I like respected the movie that much more after I finally got to see the end. Finally, see the movie in its entirety and understand it what it was and what it meant and you know basically what art. Wait, was wait, wait a
2: second. Is, I'm not. That's not David Cronenberg, right?
0: No. no. Okay.
2: Cause it, I was like, mm, kinda... he definitely has Cronenberg hair. Though. Yeah, he's got some Cronenberg glasses
0: on. Oh yeah. So Kyle, why did you, since we've talked to cost about this, Kyle, why did you like for so long, just avoid the movie?
2: Well, I tell you to be honest, like cannibal, the cannibal genre, is like the werewolf genre to me. There's some good ones, but it's just something I, it's not a genre I dig too much, and like. These old Italian ones. The only one I've ever seen is Mountain of the Cannibal God. Oh, that's
0: it's yep. kind of different.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. compared to the Stacey <laughs> Keach pig fuck movie. You never okay. seen
0: like Cut and Run?
2: Never seen Cut and Run. Never seen Cannibal Ferox. It's just like I'm not. This is not a genre that I. It's, it's
1: weird. In. I've seen all of those movies before I saw this too, but somehow I I kept putting this movie on the back burner. I saw Cannibal Ferox. I saw Cut Cut and Run. Um, I saw um, and that saw, and I'll tell you, I saw show. that awful um, the Black Emmanuel in the yes, in yeah, the movie too. It's like, and then but that, but I'd never seen this until a couple of months ago.
2: And this stuff, this Italian stuff, you you just were not getting it in Portland, Indiana, any mom and pop video stores. You were, well, it, it was not stocked on the shelves, and I'll tell you. What, what was it, like two, three years ago at Wasteland when Diodato was there and everybody from this movie was there? Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm a fucking fraud. I've never seen this fucking movie.
0: Well, it was just amazing the crowd of people yeah. that was surrounding them. I thought it was really cool to see how many people respected that film.
1: And I think that's the key word too—is actually respected this movie. You know, you could, you could, you know, you could look at this movie and turn away in disgust by it. And there are a lot of very disgusting images in this movie. But it, it, you know, after I walked away from that, from from seeing it for the first time and thinking what an important movie this was, and uh, what an influential movie it was. And and you know, like I said, the the grisly aspect aside, it's—I mean—it's just something that everyone should try to see.
0: Of course, as we're watching, natives eating something mm-hmm. off a skeleton arm.
2: <laughs> that guy just... doesn't even look... What? It's a black guy and a Vietnamese guy in the Amazon jungle. What the fuck is going on here? Is that Lou Gossett junior
0: There, I just. <laughs> You're, you're be he walked it. right off
1: the set of Firewalkers. Yeah, yeah. he he <laughs> we've had cameos by Frank Langella, David Cronenberg, and Louis Gossett Jr. He
2: wrecked his plane and film an Iron Eagle, and then he had to show up and do some extra work for Cannibal Holocaust. Like, these are real, for real, legit tribes people, right? Yeah, they're like uh, Yanomomo tribesmen from from
1: uh, that they you know, and they're actually better actors than some of the actual paid so, actors in this
2: movie. So it's safe to say that like they don't even know what a movie is. Oh, sloth. Like, well, too, it, it cracks me up. Like
0: how long this movie was banned in how many countries and.
1: It's of origin. I mean, it's you know, in Italy it was like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it it was ridiculous, the stories behind this. Like,
2: it's impressive to me, like, oh, shit, like, right now. Blow darts. The the logistics, (laughs) like, happen to go in there and explain to this tribe, that's a legit tribe, that, you know, we're going to film a movie. They don't know what a movie is, and they... They don't know that all this shit's fake. It's pretty well, here's the thing, you amazing, know, you, actually.
1: Yeah, you take a look, a look at it, a director like Werner Herzog, who made this movie called um, Gear of the Wrath of God, where he took a film crew into the Peruvian jungle. Uh, and, and everyone lauds him for for how difficult it must have been to take a film crew into such a treacherous terrain.
2: Not only a film crew, but he was tugging along Klaus Kinski.
1: Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah a lot of extra crazy by, by having Kinski along. But but you don't hear anyone giving the same praise to Deodato for for basically doing the same thing.
0: No, I was going to say for many 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 years, if anything, I would just hear people put him down for what he did. Like yeah, it,
1: that's it, it, what yeah, De, it, Deodato basically did what Ken, what the uh, uh, Herzog did, but Herzog is lauded as a genius, and Deodato basically was criticized for. Uh. for yeah, he was he
0: was criticized and plus it, for years I think he wasn't respected. He did not get the respect he probably deserved even then, but I I think too it took a while for audiences to even understand because like we were speaking about earlier, there was just so many versions of this film out there. Like no. at at one point I think after the original run of Cannibal Holocaust, I think I've read that there was literally seven different versions of the film at one point.
1: And yeah, like, even, on, even on its immediate release, because every, yeah. every country it was shown in had their own hatched-up version of it. You know.
0: And I could just, I could just imagine seeing half of those versions, like just whole parts of the movie cut out, and you probably, probably more than likely, don't know what you're watching.
1: Well, that's, that's, a big, that's a big problem with a lot of films that were made like in, in Europe during the like seventies and eighties that were that were made for like international distribution. You know, they they were hacked up depending on what country they were shown in, and you, you don't really know whether or not you're actually seeing the, the you know a complete version or not.
0: Yeah, and and I believe Kyle and I had talked about this a few episodes ago on Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. We were talking about Fulci, and I think this is the same thing with, uh, like, this flick and the filmmaker. I think it took many, many years for any- anybody to come around and basically say, not that it's a good movie, but just respect what they did, and not only for just Cannibal Holocaust, but other films he did. I just think this put such a bad taste, and it was so publicly destroyed, let's say. <laughs> Because uh, even the one movie I always bring up and remember fondly about is *Silent Night, Deadly Night* when it its original release and how bad it got bashed, it pales in compared to *Cannibal Holocaust*. Because I, I
1: that's, remember that's that's, that's what uh, that movie's look looked back on fondly now is like a you know a, a, a classic from our from your childhood now. But oh yeah, I, I, I do. I really love the fact that this that this movie has aged so well. And has gotten the respect that it. I'll tell you uh, what, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it definitely deserves now.
0: Isn't yeah, really and not great? only does it, not only that, but I it just the controversy that it still stirs up. That oh, it's yeah. after we're now thirty-five years after the fact, and it's still you mentioned Cannibal Holocaust, and if you were mentioned in a room full of people, especially at a convention. You're gonna have at least three or four people be like,
1: "I ain't watching that fucking movie," they, <laughs> you know. They, but, I, but I think you're gonna get that reaction from a lot of people who've never seen the movie too. You know, if you want to watch this movie and then be reviled from it, that's one thing. But to just be complete, and I, I'm guilty. I'm as guilty of this as anybody. It's the reason I, I I initially turned my back on it because I was reviled at the at the the the, the idea of live slaughter of animals on screen. <laughs> Thinking, but there's so much more to this movie than that, and and you know the the juxtaposition of of the of the 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 violence against human beings, you know, juxtaposed against the violence against the animals, such is such an important part of the the narrative of this movie that, you know, I said you don't you don't have to get get over it, you shouldn't get over, it, but you should at least be prepared to deal with it and see how it fits in with the overall tone of the movie.
0: Yeah, give it look past it. You know, rem- remember what's going on, but look past it and understand what's going on. In the frame. yeah,
1: just sort of like choke down your lunch and, and understand that he's he's showing you that people are you know that people are treating other human beings as badly as they're treating these animals too. You know.
2: Oh yeah. So they're going they're going after him because they got gold, right? Yeah, that necklace was gold. I assume. You're
0: talking about the troops? Yeah. Okay. I just always found it fascinating, the whole point to the film crew going there to begin
1: with, though. Well, it's just that it's, it's kind of like that whole Blair Witch thing. that this, this young camera crew wants to go down there and film a documentary, but rather than just – and you'll see this later in the movie – rather than just recording events as they happen, they actually create events – and they they create you know situations and images to film, so they're not really documentarians down there they're 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 like they're responsible for some of the for the gruesome things that that happened uh that they end up filming and then end up happening to them
0: yeah because they're they actually they are basically with you know spoiler alert they are actually more a gruesome.
1: They're instigators. Yeah, they're they're
0: less human than what the natives are like. There's, are there's perceived one, to be.
1: there's one scene, and when we get to it, I'll I'll, I'll point it out. But it's like there's one little split scene in this movie that like, like, that that piv- the whole movie pivots on this one expression on this one character's face in this one scene. It's it's much later in the movie, but I'll I'll definitely mention it again.
2: There was Jungle City, The Hague.
1: You know what? That, that, I thought the same thing, Kyle. So That's uh, Jungle Joey Ramon right there. Now <laughs> now we, we have Sid, Sid Hague and his uh, Filipino women in prison yep. era. Yeah, back when he had uh, hair and a beard. Mm-hmm. My cats are going ape shit right now too.
2: Because <laughs> <What>, <laughs> of monkeys?
1: Yeah, the monkeys. I think the monkeys just made my both of my cats go ape shit.
0: No, Quest, You said you seen Cannibal Ferox? Yeah. Okay, now, if to you, does that movie compare to this? Because I know there is a a small group of people out there that really feel that Cannibal Ferox is a much better movie, and no matter what you can say, will change their minds. And I'll give them credit. There is a loyal, you know, small group of people. And I'm not saying Ferox is a bad movie. I enjoyed it. Not just
1: a bad movie. I don't think – it might be a better movie in <sighs> – I mean, in, in terms of craftsmanship, but as far as it being like daring and balls out and, and yeah. really, you know, taking taking a lot of chances, this movie beats the fuck out of it. I well, I'll
2: tell yeah, you it it is, it. compared this from what I've seen so far to Mountain of the Cannibal God, Mountain of the Cannibal God was just <laughs> should, should not even be a well. Problem. It was it was boob <laughs> and that Ursula chick exploitation. All they had was there was boobs and and. That was what they were selling their movie on. Oh, this yeah. this has got and, it blowed out of the water already. And,
0: and I invite anybody that's never seen Cannibal Ferox. See Cannibal Ferox. I, I personally feel Holocaust is the superior movie, but I feel Ferox is a very good movie in its own right. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were glossed on yeah,
1: it Ferox. And, I, you know, and, again, having seen Ferox a long time ago, <laughs> oh, leeches.
0: It's standby by me mm-hmm.
1: It's uh,
0: the African Queen, Maru. but yeah, it just I, I I run into probably one or two people at Horror Realm every year. Like when Cannibal Holocaust comes up in a conversation, somebody brings up Cannibal Ferox, and they like I'll tell them like Hey, I like Ferox, but I just believe Holocaust is the better movie, and like this one or two people will look upon me like I. Just spit on them, basically. It's
1: you know, I, I you know, I can I can see where they're coming from, but I don't agree. You know, I I think this movie just blows Ferox out of the water just as, as far as like grit and you know.
0: Because I was going to say, from what I read in magazines and uh, being so young of an age at the time when these movies just got going and they were getting just bashed completely by the critics and everything else. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, reading throughout the 80s, I just remember.
1: You say they just flipped over a turtle shell. Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> that's a big fuck turtle. Yeah, that, that'll come into play a little bit later in the movie, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, shit, that uh, big.
0: I was just saying, I just, I felt like Ferox just seemed to be, okay, well, since Holocaust did this, we're going to try to do this. Like, it's to me, it just seemed like Ferox tried to cash in. More than trying to do their well, own Well, I think
1: thing. all the cannibal movies tried to cash in on this thing, you know, in, the, in their own way. I mean, this this was the one that kind of like, you know, got the, got the whole snowball rolling here on the, on the, the cannibal genre. Yeah, you the know, fun. you
2: say that and I'm surprised, you know, we've got the Australian movie documentary, the Golden Globus movie documentary. I'm surprised we don't have a cannibal movie documentary already. Or maybe we do and I just don't know. I don't, I haven't seen one.
0: Well, I was going to say I don't know if you could find all those people that were behind the scenes and everything.
2: Mm. Oh shit! Ugh. gross! Ugh. Oh, skull remains. Oh, those big fucking grubs, yeah. gross, man. Grubs. Man, I remember when I was a kid, we cut down a big rotten tree in our front yard. It was huge. It was filled with those sons of bitches. We sold them to a neighbor kid for fish bait, too. A buck a piece. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there.
1: some
0: puking for you, Kyle. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, Quast. I was telling. Uh, I've told Kyle this story before. Um, you know, Rick. Uh, Rick Fusselman always has stuff that he brings to sell, like at Horror Realm. And uh, the one year he brought a Cannibal Holocaust laser disc, and literally, I we were joking around. He slapped a seventy-five dollar price tag on Cannibal he, Holocaust. He could,
1: have, he could have put any price he wanted on that. Oh yeah, could have bought it. There was. I, mean, I know he put seventy-five bucks on it as a goof, and no one would spend it. Oh was,
2: no, man! Don't fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, motherfucker! Turn away! Oh, turn not away! Fucking cool, man! <laughs> you stunts—that's fucking wrong, man. That thing was cool. Oh, it was. <laughs> fuck you! It's still going. <laughs> oh fuck! That was harsh. That's that's oh, we're just getting started. Dude.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that's just the yeah, beginning. We're, we're just getting started. Oh,
2: that's the first time I looked away. Oh, that Sports. was not fucking cool.
1: <laughs> to, Kyle make it through is
2: this? Is he trying to make him do coke?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing.
2: What a fucking scumbag! But
0: yeah, yeah it cost. Oh. Rick had three people bidding on that laser disc in five minutes.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> just, were, mm. There you go, Kyle. Mm. Look at that. Hey. Because Chiplist slaughtered Monday goes better
2: with Coke. <laughs> 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 Some chitlins, man, that was harsh. That was harsh. Oh, that was fucking bad. That's one of the reasons I man, you know, you see those I even cringe when the Sarah McLaughlin commercials come on with the fucking abused dogs. That's oh, I, I can't even I can't
1: even listen to that goddamn song on the radio. Yeah. I was gonna say the
2: the music. That's is one what of kills. the things I have turned away from this movie for Well here
1: here's the thing, that the emotional the, the response that you're getting by watching these animals being slaughtered in this movie, now compare that later on in the movie to images which we're about to see very soon here, to mm-hmm. human beings being slaughtered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? and, and 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 I think I think that's why it's such an important part of the movie, even though it's it's kind of vile and and un, and unwatchable, but you know you've got to compare your emotional response to the the animals being slaughtered and, and why they're being slaughtered compared to the human beings well, being I'll tell slaughtered. You what, why, I'll... why the human beings are being slaughtered you know it's just like you, you get to a point in this movie where there's you know the some of the people involved and in, I mean some of the characters. Don't make any distinction at all between human beings and animals oh. and slaughtered for their enter- for entertainment purposes.
2: That's a big stone, right? Why did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it,
0: it kind of like a wooden stake, but yeah, I think it's a stone stake.
2: Why doesn't he just fucking with his wiener? What's going on here?
0: Because did they...
2: I miss something? You'll find out. He's, yeah. he's punishing her for infidelity. Okay. Okay, that's.
0: And this is where like Quast, you were talking earlier about the music. I think this is where the music starts making the movie is right here, like just from but here just, on out, the music is amazing
1: oh it's it's incredible. It's like you almost think did did workney know what kind of movie he was actually scoring? Did he watch this when he was composing the music but i don't it's hard for me to imagine that he knew what this scene was when he was composing this beautiful, lush music here. But it's such, a, it's such a great contrast between how beautiful this music is and how ugly the image is.
2: This is some fucking crazy shit going on.
1: Damn. Oh, Kyle, I mean, just hold on to your seats, man. Because <laughs> you, just start.
0: And so, Jungle Sid Haig just saved White Dude yeah. because White Dude was about to get them all Who?
1: eaten. Who the oh, fuck is this guy? He's... Look, it's, it's never been involved in a domestic dispute.
2: Here, like so shit. Shit.
0: Well, the guy that's yeah, sitting no. there watching this, Kyle, he—believe me, there's an explanation for everything.
2: Who is he, though? I mean, like I've seen him in something else.
0: Oh, like I'm outside of this movie. Yeah, yeah, I was, was going to say. So familiar. Because it, it, there's a whole reason to what's going on right now. I certainly fucking hope so. But that, that I think brutal. that's what makes the film even that more effective, too, because you don't realize what exactly is going on until the last minute and a half of the movie. Oh. I mean, it basically explains
1: everything.
2: I'm going to have that little, what was that, a muskrat or something? That thing's burned in the back of my eyes now. That was fucking harsh.
1: Oh, don't worry, you'll see you'll see things later in the movie that'll completely erase that image from your mind.
2: <laughs> oh I want to <laughs> fucking go on, man! That was fucking cruel.
1: Yeah, that was it. Was it was absolutely cruel. Get him, Jungle Sidheg. And he's looking up because he thinks that thunder's coming from the sky. I
2: was gonna say that guy is yeah. like not even coming close to him
1: gonna say, these these are basically you know Aboriginal peoples here for the most part that you, that you see portraying the, the tribesmen. They you, when you said they probably don't know what a movie was, I think yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, you
0: they were probably they probably thought they were coming to film
1: National Geographic. Stuff. Well, no, that's
2: what I want to know how they even like sold them on the idea because they don't know what a fucking movie is.
1: Because this this tribe had been discovered before, and it, you know, I mean, it's like it's far back like in the early 1900s, you had people in there going in and. And doing anthropological studies on them, they've seen film crews before. They're filming documentaries on their lifestyle, so I guess it was no, it wasn't strange for them to see you know people with cameras coming in and recording you know their lifestyle. But but they probably didn't have you know somebody actually directing their their actions and telling them to do some of these things, which probably wasn't in their nature to do.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: so I got a question. I want you to take and pretend like you're cramming a huge stone up this, this woman's twat, you know?
2: So this Kirkman guy, the the guy I was asking about, is he a porno star? Yes. Okay, because I, I just, you know, I I've, I've looked him up and he's got, you know, he's in some shit with John Holmes and stuff, and I'm like, okay. And he's in a movie called Long Haul, Long Hard Nipples. <laughs> You've seen that, haven't you? No, I've never seen Long Hard Nipples. No? Okay. <laughs> Old Kyle would have. Old Kyle maybe had. Yeah, he must have been. Oh, a, here we go. He must have been a super porn star because it's like all porn, and then Spider Man too.
1: Yeah, how did he get the role of Spider Man? Spider Man,
2: based, based on his porn career. Who the fuck was know. he in Spider Man? I don't. He
1: was. He was the guy with the wang.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Man. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm. A few. Real... Little, few ladies there. <laughs> little nudity. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say this is probably one of the few movies you get to see full frontal male nudity, all the way through the movie.
2: Fucking wangs all over the place. There's, there's, there's wangs everywhere
1: in this movie. Wangs and bush.
0: But also, too, since we were talking about that, like, the tribe, like, these tribesmen are probably used to camera crews. I got to wonder what kind of guides they had for Diodato and the the stars, just, like, people, you know, did they go into the jungle? Did they set up camp somewhere nearby, or did they come out? I'd like to hear stuff like that. Like, how, how did they, you know, make sure nobody ended up getting caught and becoming somebody's real dinner? <laughs>
2: We should have asked him, man. He was
1: Not wasteland. Yeah, I never really listened to any of the commentaries or any of this, or read any of the the, the the you know background information from any of the people involved in the production, as far as like how much danger they might have been in during during the production. I mean, other than malaria and dysentery, you oh, know, yeah. whether or not they were actually in, in, in any harm's way from any of the from any of the native people that that they were filming. This this lady here with the flappy tits and the herniated gut reminds me of a stripper I knew in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Was that
0: the one you bought the weight scale for a cost?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, Mercedes number 1. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dig the ramones bowl cuts all these guys yeah, hey, these guys
1: all have like uh, like like haircuts from like yeah. 60 psychedelic bands like sunny sunny bono wigs they're all wearing sunny bono wigs <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's jojo ramone right there that's yeah. it. that's it.
0: I just – this movie even still today is just so interesting to me just for the mere fact. You know Hollywood wouldn't allow a movie like this to be made today. Oh,
1: Christ, Tim, there are so many movies I watch now, even like Hollywood movies from the early 70s, that would never get made today. You think that they would make a movie like Taxi Driver today?
2: No. Ah, no. That movie would never get made today. They kind of did in the 90s. It was called Falling Down. (laughs) Oh,
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying, it just even outside of Hollywood, like even the bigger budgeted foreign films, I just can't see any production company like being sold on the idea. Hey, we're gonna go do Cannibal Holocaust, you know? I just can't see anybody being sold on the idea of a film like this.
1: Yeah, who would? would, Well, that's just it. I think I think they probably got backing. Looking at it, at what they figured was going to be a huge international market.
2: What the fuck? So go. they're going to... Johnny Switchblade—they're gonna play Mumbly Peg
1: yeah, in a minute. The, it's the Sharks versus the Jets here. they're gonna bring <laughs> It's like West Side Story in the Amazon jungle. There you go, big chief.
2: So he just pawned off a knife because he killed his family, burned his shit down. <laughs> Something like that. Ooh, gross! I don't know what they're eating. <laughs> oh my fuck!
1: They're eating taro, if I'm not mistaken.
2: They're not it's even basic. eating it. They're just spitting it in a bowl.
1: That's how they prepare it. That's called, that's that's cooking in the Amazon.
2: Fuck the Amazon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit right there. Gross. Here's our like, like quote for the evening. Fuck the Amazon.
0: Kyle, you're not going to go to the Amazon so you can see some luchadors?
2: Dude, I ain't going to no Amazon, man. <laughs> Fuck all that nonsense you know that was, like, tree bark at one point, and they just chewed it up into a white musk.
1: It it, it's a pulpy – it's like a It's like a starchy root that they, like, mash and then chew up and then spit into a bowl. And, and like, the enzymes from the saliva actually are, are part of the, like, preparation process for it. Look, I'm I don't eating know. that muskrat, I don't dude. Know, <laughs> I don't know how, how or why I fucking know that, but it's, like, one of those Jeopardy things that, that, that rattle around inside my head. And that concludes
0: our educational part of Blood Pass and Boomsticks commentary.
1: Yeah, I don't know how many Weight Watchers points that would be worth. I'm gonna to have to look that up. <laughs> that might be that might be negative two points. Yeah, you might get so, points back. I, I would
2: give you I'm, points if you ate that.
1: As just saying, I might earn points by eating that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like partially digested.
2: Yeah. <laughs> get some heavy doobage.
1: So now when I think about the guys that might have uh, been the guides for Dayananda and his crew, I guess this this might be pretty close to the kind of people that were his guides, you know, I could some, buy guy that, with, yeah. some guy that would force feed cocaine to a to a native and oh yeah, that, just constantly burned out.
0: That's another reason why I think between what possibly went on and how many years has passed now, I it just. I could see that not only people have passed away, but people that possibly still do not want to admit to it. And, and now their possibility of how many shady characters that were probably with that crew. Just, oh yeah. It just, you know,
2: Look, I'll tell you what, man, if if they're filming this shit, I want to be on as much drugs as possible. If I'm down there with these dudes, give me the the, the craziest jungle fuck drugs you can find. I just don't want to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is probably like like insects that secrete some kind of special psychotropic, you know? Yeah. Juice and you know whatever, whatever the fuck, just whatever will get me high enough to get through all this. Mm-hmm. Load me up. Go for go ferment me some of that pre-chewed pharaoh juice. Pharaoh juice. So here's fucking there. her up. No. <laughs> Groundhuggers are basically smoking out the tree dwellers right now and as they're dropping out of the trees they're clobbering the shit out of them.
0: Whew. Yes. Those damn lowlanders. Goddamn God low tree people! <laughs> Listen,
1: yeah, those fucking tree people. <laughs> if Ed Quinlan was here he'd be like,
2: they got music and games! If Joe was here, would that be an act of racism?
1: Absolutely. You know, those tree people they they breed like rabbits they trade funny they, they're, they're, they're them and they're smelly cooking. You know, oh, it's, nice! Yeah.
2: It's
0: just parts that I forget about, and it just it's great seeing this stuff.
2: Fucking carved her up like a Christmas goose.
0: Because the other stuff, the other thing that amazes me too, Quas, the stuff that was fake, like that they're doing, like some of the effects. Yeah, it's just ridiculous how good they look.
1: Some of the effects of this are, so, are frightening real, and I guess that's what got a lot of. Got a lot of them into trouble is that they were just a little too real, like mm. s- some of the you know just some bowlings and impalements. And stuff.
0: Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't decipher what was fake, what wasn't.
1: Like this, Yeah, you can tell. We're yeah, there's
2: no blade types. on that. You could, yeah, yeah. So. ambush. Oh, my Payback. Cavalry. Is a yeah. Here we go. We got a rumble. <laughs> Where's the dude with the switchblade? Cause that guy's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a goddamn sword to a gunfight. That's what happens.
0: Yeah, the only problem is yeah. though that there's so just, many.
2: If you want to get into all of like the, the the deeper
1: geopolitical bullshit about this movie, you can about like white imperialism and all that crap. I mean, it's all there. It's it's pretty obvious. It's Tim. You know, it's, I've, I've read I've read all kinds of like articles and shit. You know, saying that that was the main point of the movie, and it might be, but it's. See, for me, it's, it was never a milestone. Like, any, any, any time that that like Western civilization goes and intrudes on any kind of like primitive culture, they always end up either exploiting it or fucking it up beyond repair. Mm. See, double, I think I think that's where this movie
0: like. differed from as it went. I think it it started out like that, and it,
1: yeah, you know when I, you're right, and I, but I still think that's a big part of the the his intention in making the movie was to show that at least in part. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. entirely it's not entirely an exploitation film.
2: Sepultura recording not, but an but album
1: not,
2: here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is where Roots was recorded. <laughs>
0: It's, it's pretty much it would be it, some of Sepatora's videos
3: mm-hmm. kind of
0: look like this to begin with, so it wouldn't surprise me if they busted out of the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it cost. It, I never, you know, as many times I've seen clips and everything like that, I never even thought of it like that. But yeah. I always felt like it, it unintentionally tries to make you think it's going in that direction, but. I, I could see how you were saying, like, I could see people talking but about it. All, no, I think you
1: know. it, goes, it, goes, it goes deeper than the actual man's nature, about the, the, the primitive nature of man to, you know, the violence and. and, and, and Oh, there we go. <laughs> Newball Young Maidens. Yeah, it just.
0: It, but it goes back to, I, I think it goes back to you have to watch the entire movie, pay attention to everything. Yeah. Because I mean, if you do not, you're gonna take take what you feel you just watched.
2: Oh, grab the package and play a little it, grab ass. There you go.
1: But it's like any it's like any other good art, man. It's like you, you bring a lot to it. You, you project, you know. You kind of you kind of bring something to it and see what you what you need to see in it.
2: Breaking news, Tim: The Pittsburgh Steelers lost.
1: Ah, uh, I don't
2: care. Lost. Yep, they lost.
1: They lost. lost. Oh, well, that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh is that a big field of weed?
0: Yes. <laughs> it looks like one. Now, the, my question to you, Kost or Kyle, have Yins ever seen the supposed sequels? mm Because I, I am going to be embarking on tracking down some of those. I do have in my possession the supposedly Cannibal, Cannibal Holocaust, Holocaust 2. Yes.
1: Yeah, but wasn't there – there was a movie that was just sort of renamed Cannibal Hallows. Uh, yeah, there uh, was there was it,
0: actually three of them, I believe.
1: Yeah, just like they did with the zombie movies, you know. There, there were movies that were released as Zombie 2, Zombie 3, Zombie 4. They weren't really considered true sequels, but they threw that name on them for marketing purposes.
0: Yeah, and I know uh, Diodato has joked yeah,
1: around cool. – yeah, we're we're looking at the skeletal remains of the original film crew here and kind of flashing back to what they looked like before they had their bones stripped.
0: And it's not even as trophies, it's basically, I would guess, warnings. It's
1: like a totem, yeah. Yes. It, yeah. kinda of reminds you of like the, the the totems in uh the, the opening scene of Texas Chainsaw.
0: Yeah, and I was gonna and what I was saying, uh I have seen and heard Diodato has Joked around that in the past two or three years that he would consider doing a sequel to this, like a legit sequel.
2: I thought he did.
1: I wouldn't do it. I, I really wouldn't do it, man. It's like you know, some shit you just shouldn't. We like doing a sequel to Apocalypse Now, which which preceded this by a few years, and you can kind of see some influence of Apocalypse in this movie. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, why? Yeah, why would you? Why would you do that? Why would you? You know, reintroduce these characters and go back and. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was fascinated. You all, all the by, dead, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> by the end of the movie, so it's. I,
0: I was fascinated by. I don't believe he would do it, but just joking with the idea and the interest that it would. Stir up if he actually would go through writing a script or something of that nature for it. I mean, it it unless, just, it fascinates it was, me.
1: Unless it was incredibly groundbreaking and brave and was, all that falls out as this one was. It, He's it, playing it,
2: the new Tour album for him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think, I think it would diminish the quality of this movie if he would do anything that was less than stellar. It probably, yeah, and that's, it would probably and that's, would be less than stellar.
0: And that's the thing, I, I think if he would do anything, he could do something similar, but just try to stay not only from away from the title, but even the subject matter. Maybe even, you know, do something else, I'm sure he could figure something else out. But I, just, I, I find it fascinating that you know, <clears throat> he could find somebody to say, here, you know, if you're willing, we would finance this. I, I just, I, but I agree with you, it, it would just kill what this one was.
1: Since brought up, it's not something they ever thought about. Here's how to say what this one It's definitely something that they never
2: put Cracking up there, Quost?
1: Who puts up? Yeah, who puts up money for a movie like this? How do I, they get the to do this? And this this could not have been a cheap production.
0: Oh yeah, know. at that time, who knows? It, it could have been one of those things. Diodato might have sold some other kind of type of movie. And never yeah, made yeah, this.
1: exactly. Yo, yo, you were going down here to make a, a bikini raw, you know, a sex comedy, and then he comes back with this shit in a can.
2: This is the direct opposite of a sex comedy. <laughs> it's
1: the complete, yeah, this is this is the complete opposite of an Italian sex comedy.
0: Well, it could be like a Roger Corman thing. You've, you know, figured out a way how to make, like, two films for the same amount of money. You know, whatever they're giving them and be like, hey, I can make this amount of money, this movie for this I'm amount already, of money.
1: Yeah, I'm already here. I already have the camera, the sets, you know, the location.
0: Let's go make Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> Chow down, fucker! Uh, it's good.
2: Tastes like chicken.
0: Now I remember in the theater when he started biting into that, there you could hear like very vividly some people just not puke, not anything like that, but just like a couple
1: gags. Like, See, that's, that's a that's the beauty of seeing a movie like this. I mean, you know, in a, in a theater on a big screen with a with a uh, a mutually appreciative audience that, you know, it, it really does lend, lend to the experience. And I, I, like I said, I only got to see this movie for the first time a couple of months ago, but I did. I saw a beautiful, pristine print on a big screen with friends in a, in a movie theater with other people in the theater that, that were there to enjoy it the same way that I was. And, uh, man, there's just nothing nothing like that, that 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 experience of seeing something like this in a theater. You no, know? was there a lot of people at the theater you're at? I'd say they probably had about, I'm going to say, maybe about 30, 35 people there. It wasn't a packed audience, but everyone was there. It was very kind of into it and respectful. There was no one carrying on. No, Nobody nobody was there that didn't want to be there. and not like, oh, well, geez, what's playing? Let's go see this Cannibal hol- Holocaust movie. You know? Fuck is this Johnny Football looking dude? Yeah. <laughs> Well, dude is back from his Amazon vacation now. now. Yeah, Have he kind of look like Namath.
2: Jolly football. Professor Monroe, as an eyewitness, i I I'd like to the to the Professor well, if that first part was the trip to the jungle, I'm not sure I want to see part 2 trip to the <laughs> jungle. That was, that was like a prologue, man. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't want
1: to see the rest of this shit. That, that was, was harsh. That was just dude going down there to find out what happened to those kids and to try if possible to retrieve their lost footage and indeed to he find out what what, you know, what they were able to record, what happened to them. Well, he I guess he found out what happened to them.
0: Yeah, and he's trying to explain to him that it shouldn't even be showing. And he's
1: yeah. trying. He, he's
0: basically. Oh,
2: that shit's real.
0: Yeah, he's trying to explain to him like, "Hey, you don't want to know what actually happened." And they're and, and they're like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about, professor." And the professor is like, "Um, yeah, it's more despicable than you could ever imagine." Right.
1: This is where the movie kind of gets a little bit meta, where you got a movie within a movie. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen a movie through, uh, called The Passenger with Jack Nicholson. It was a movie was uh, from the early '70s.
0: No, I have, I, I have
1: not. Yeah, Michel, uh, Michelangelo Antonioni shot it, and he actually shot himself. He shot live footage of a political prisoner being executed by a firing squad. Hmm. So it, it actually it, it is in part an actual stuff movie because oh! it, there is an actual shooting death on screen. Now, this stuff that we're seeing here is supposedly staged, all of it. Yeah.
2: That dude got blasted. That was not fucking staged. That was real deal. That guy got it in the gut.
1: Yeah, like this stuff here. This is this is all like. This is that's uh, all I
2: know. Who that uh, one guy is? It's a yeah, but you know, but African no, warlord.
1: Never got a denial action, Antonioni, for for like basically asking this this political regime to postpone the executioner of this prisoner until he could get his film crew in place to re, to actually film it happening. So this this is all like. I don't know, stock footage that we're looking at here. You know? yeah.
2: That that one uh, dude was a African dictator. Okay. Yeah. But maybe I was his last name. I don't remember. He was in the 80s. I remember him.
1: But Diodato incorporated stock footage here. He didn't go out and actually shoot this shit himself. No. And Tony did. And he didn't get half the flack for doing that. What? Diodato got for, for Cannibal Holocaust. For Cannibal Holocaust.
2: I just have a feeling that the rest of the movie is just going to be me going, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so did this,
0: so did this Nicholas film? Did it get Nicholson? I should say, uh, did the film get released wide, or was it? Oh, Yeah, just... it
1: got released wide. It's not really widely seen because it's an Italian art film, basically. You know, okay. it's about this about this journalist, not unlike what we're seeing here. This journalist who who uh, meets um, this. Uh, um, illegal gun smuggler in North Africa, the guy dies, and then Nicholson decides to step in and take his place for some un- an unexplained reason. And you know, all of the stuff that he gets involved with posing as this as this dead gun runner. But hmm. one of the one of the things that he sent back to, to his production company is or is the footage that he supposedly shot of this political prisoner being executed. Which Antonioni's film crew shot, you know and I guess it was kind of controversial at the time, but he, did, like I said, he didn't get half the shit for, for that that uh, Deodato did just for incorporating stock footage.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I know Deodato just – it seemed like I, I, you, everybody could do no wrong compared to what he did with this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean look at the – I mentioned uh, Apocalypse too. You're going to see other things that are reminded of Apocalypse down there. That scene at the end where he slaughters uh, – um Brando and they cut that, that, that calib in part with, with machetes.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, now he got away with that by saying that it was part of a religious, you know, ceremony that these people were going to do this thing anyway.
2: Ooh, titties and Bush. Yeah. Bush, you ain't got no titties. I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: Oh dong. <laughs> <laughs> this is smart, dong. Oh man, you got it the seventies and eighties, man. Does anyone else miss pubic care? I miss pubic hair. <laughs>
2: She had yeah.
1: a she had a jungle bush fixing, for sure. All these all these chicks today, man, with their, their you know razor burn and stubble and ingrown hairs, it looks like a fucking Purdue chicken, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll never look at a vagina the same way. <laughs>
0: a Purdue chicken. <laughs> it's like. Too Kyle, pay attention to these guys as they're watching and editing the footage too, because like I think they go back to them as it they start getting into the bad stuff and
1: yeah, they're they, smiling now because they're just kind of like romping and they're at the beginning of their journey now. And of course, you know they were smiling at the titties and bush. Oh yeah, but uh, just to finish up what I was saying about the um, apocalypse, that Coppola caught some flack for that, but he got off basically scot free. By saying that this was a religious ceremony, these people were gonna do it anyway, they they ate this this creature after they killed it. So it wasn't just staged for his benefit and the benefit of the movie, which frankly I think is bullshit. But again, there's somebody else who didn't get half as much flack as Deodado did for basically slaughtering live animals for the sake of making a film.
2: Well oh, yeah, I, I looked up uh, Cannibal Holocaust two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't Looks like a, a rip-off of the first one. directed well, by Antonio Clamati, yeah. who did nothing but those Mondo movies.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I have a copy, so be prepared to hear a review at some point soon.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Tim, did you did you see that uh, list of, uh, complete aside here, but uh, uh, a list that I sent to Kyle about 20 uh, neo-noir movies from the 80s. No, I did not. I'm I've sorry. Got,
2: I've got that hit list now. I got it the other night.
1: Yeah, we, we should, the three of us should try to do something with that list. On Like, just each take a Michael Mann movie and, and pick it apart or something like that. There's a <laughs> lot of good movies on that list. Been,
2: I've been hearing about Thief for many years now. And oh, it's good been
1: last, <laughs> last really good James Conn movie, too.
2: Yeah, it's been on a uh, action encore or some shit.
1: Yeah. Man, yeah, some- gotta, that's
2: some chicks, you just can't rock the Joan Jet hair, lady. You need to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Only Joan Jet can rock that shit. Asia, yeah, Asia, yeah, sure. And sh- nice moo-moo, by the way. <laughs> That's an evil little pastor kid. Yeah. yeah that, that kid's
1: a little fucker. You can tell.
0: Yeah. He's the one that's bringing the Babadook.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I
2: thought that box said tortoise for a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no,
1: no, that would be a little too <laughs> obvious. And basically what he's doing here is he's going around and he's interviewing people who knew those those uh, lost documentarians now. And this this guy's the dad of one of them or the uncle of one of them, and he's basically saying the kid was a bum.
2: Hmm. There you
1: go. My son was a son of a bitch.
2: Feed <laughs> him to those fucking cannibals for all I give a fuck. Yeah. I love that. I love fucking... Cars in the 70s. I don't see, know why. Well, They're
1: all boxy and shit. You're seeing this guy and he's being dismissive and saying the son was a son of a bitch, and then you're, you're kind of hating this guy for being such a prick towards his son, but then you find out later, yeah, the son wasn't. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. You know, you, you kind of so you think of, you, you flash back on that and think, well, yeah, the old man was right. The kid was a real cocksucker.
0: Yeah, it, Kyle, you are talking about the cars of the 70s. Earlier today, I'm watching Dead and Buried.
2: Everything looks like a box.
0: And uh, there's an LTD. Oh, you know what that stands
2: for, don't you? No. Large, terrible dinosaur.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, large, terrible dinosaur. There's a scene in Dead and Buried about three-quarters of the way in. The LTD hits a telephone pole, and they act like it's broken down. I said, no way does that happen, because if it's back in the day, that thing just drives right through the telephone pole without a scratch.
1: (laughs) Oh, absolutely.
2: (laughs) (laughs) the <laughs> Park Boys fans, right there is a high definition piss jug. That's it It looked like the, the lizzie pouring that shit over his head. Yeah, yeah the piss jug.
0: I was kind of wondering why he had the piss jug above his I head.
2: He's recycling. Is that, that same dude without a beard. Well, Sid Haig.
0: No, 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 That's no. It's a different guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this is your original film crew here. Yeah, now. I've wondered if it you, was. You're you're gonna see
1: these guys drop off one by one, so they're all kind of like foolish piss and vinegar, and think that they're.
0: Yeah, and this is where they cut back and forth now, because this is like all the 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 footage they found.
1: And, and this is this is where the, the movie kind of like turns a little bit now. All, up until this point, you kind of like have sympathized with these people, not really knowing who they are or what they were up to. You know, well, I'll they, tell you
2: what, man, this Lou Temple looking Tom Petty looking bastard right here. <laughs> I, I can thinking, just tell you right now, man. That guy's I was no good. More like
1: Alan, Alan Tudyk, but yep. Yeah, you can, you can, you can go. Uh, that chick's kind of hot. But, oh it, fuck! Here we go. Yeah. Oh, turn away already. Yeah, this this is this is really where. Ah, that's a big fucking real, turtle. Yeah, you realize that these these kids aren't like wholesome, Dang. innocent victims. Oh. That they, they kind of got themselves. Did into he drive
2: this. a Did he drive a nail in it? Kyle, no, he don't, shoot Don't even watch it, man.
0: Yeah, he's trying to drive a hatchet into it. Yeah, this is where, cause too, they start arguing whether they should be filming this or not too. Yeah, they like the the students are like in an argument, and they just eventually all come to agreement. Like, you know what? We don't care.
1: Let's oh, do Oh man,
2: that's a big now. fucking turtle, dude.
1: Jeez. And that's just that your, your your whole attitude towards these people up until this point it was based on what you didn't know about them too. It was yeah, like you thought poor, they were innocent. These poor kids—they went down to the jungle to make this documentary, and then these awful cannibals got them and killed them and ate them. Well. <laughs> oh no! Don't do
2: it! Fuck! Oh. <laughs> like, oh shit! Oh
0: motherfucker! <laughs> that's why I said, "Are you gonna make nice. it, Kyle?"
1: Oh, it gets home. worse, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle, oh, it gets, it's, it's going to get much worse I've here, buddy.
2: Keep the bucket handy, Kyle. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm with you, chick. I wouldn't be fucking.
1: Yeah,
0: lock up Kamala. I would Kamala's love not
2: him. here. I even like... sent Kamala to, the, to my mom's house for the night. <laughs> I'm with you, lady.
0: Yeah, but see, just wait. You'll change your mind about her soon. Because that's, I think that's what makes this film even that much more effective.
2: Oh, it's still fucking got lung power. Yeah. Oh man, it's, its heart still beating. Oh yeah, dude. Turtles, they're they're tough motherfuckers, dude. They're dinosaurs.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and just look at the, you know the apathy that they that they look that that the slaughter of this animal. It kind of reminds me of Last House on the Left. When, yes.
3: And, oh fucking you know, not
1: cool, that man. Look, that just that absolute look of apathy and, and just like. They could be looking at a crumpled newspaper with, with as much passion as they're looking at exactly know, this, this animal being slaughtered. Fuck.
0: Yeah, because it, it just it, it has that look of, like, they're that. They're they're,
3: oh, yeah, oh, dude. they're
0: not even human, yeah. Yeah. And again, Last House on the Left, that, that was one of the things girl. I liked about Last House on the Left, but I could go another couple years without watching the movie again.
2: Christ almighty. You know,
1: that's 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 the only movie I ever walked out on, and because of that, and it took me a long time to go back to watching it, because, because again, I don't I don't get this is not my cup of tea, man. Oh, you know, it's still sla- fucking blood, sla- sla- gore, and, and oh and- yeah, I understand. kind of stuff. It, it's it's not what I look for in a movie, but I, I will I will endure it for the sake of watching it. A, a-
2: you know what I think, man? I've seen House or Last House on the Left like two times. I just think it's a bad movie.
3: See I, do. I don't I no.
2: don't think it's a very good movie at all.
0: I I, I like the movie I'm before I, now, no I met those guys at Wasteland. But at Wasteland, seeing that commentary live with David Hess and all of them. Yeah, yeah. And David Hess turned it into a comedy. I just I respect the hell out of that movie. I like that movie I love that movie. Just because I I mean I liked it before then, I loved it after. Well,
2: least they thought... they're eating the turtle. Oh, that was fucking bad news. Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like you look at the inside of that thing and you can't even identify its organs. At least like when you gut a deer, you can see heart, lungs, kidneys. See, yeah, I don't, the... I don't have the a... Like, what the fuck is going on in yeah, here? Yeah,
2: I don't have a... <sighs> that was really harsh. At least they're eating... Like, if they would have just... I don't know, man. Slaughtered it. it? Yeah, yeah. And just left it there. Like, my I, everybody in my family, except for me and my dad, hunt. And they, you know, every once in a while we'll go to somebody's house. And they got gut a gutted deer hanging in the garage. That don't bother me none.
1: Yeah, I come from, I mean, I've, I, you know, I'm not proud of the fact that I've killed and, and gutted a deer one one time. But it might come from a family of hunters, too. Yeah. But, but my one experience of killing and gutting a deer was, like, all, all it took. That's all I needed, just once.
2: I saw uh, my friend's dad got a deer that we hit, and holy shit, it was, I mean, it didn't gross me out, it's just what you had to do, but I'll never forget the words that came out of his mouth. He hung it up in the tree, it's like five in the morning, uh, we hit it on a curve, the car was destroyed, hit it in a Honda Civic. <laughs> wow, car, he killed it in the Civic. Yep, yeah, and the Civic died also. But, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget the words he said right after he, you know, because initially you got a. You gotta cut the sternum open, hang it from the tree. The words come out of his mouth. I gotta cut that asshole out. <laughs> yeah. <was> like wow. <laughs> we ate the fuck out of some deer summer sausage. Boy, it was good. <laughs> that, shit's, that shit's great. Bung hole free. Yeah. And I mean, I work. I don't have any problem with hunters or anything like
0: that. You got some foot fungus going yeah, right on there. He's
2: got funky toe. I mean, I live. No, I work in Ohio, they're, they're, where everybody shoots guns all the time. That's that's you know, people feed their
1: families that way. Mm. You know, that's.
2: Oh, shit, he get bit by a snake? He did.
1: He's been snake bit.
2: Fuck you, snake.
1: So now we've seen uh, a Mundi, a turtle, a tarantula, snake. and a snake, and we're not. Dead oh, is
2: he cut his toe off? Yeah. Or is just going like to a poison? Oh, yeah. But
1: good, good effect here, too, man. Really good.
2: Oh, shit.
1: But look, holding it down. i it the Come on, man.
2: Fucking Tom Petty medic to the rescue. <laughs> That's fucking crazy.
1: That's what that looks like. What I had for supper tonight. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, I had I had, to, I had to consume like basically rare red meat tonight in order to prep myself for this movie tonight. <laughs> and I'm not drinking tonight.
2: You wanted to do this. Over. I fucking needed to be.
1: <laughs> once, for once, I'm actually joining you, guys. The, the Stone Cold Server. I'm actually drinking coffee because I want to be like caffeinated for this movie, man. I wanted to be hyped. Oh yeah, it, it's so. I apologize to Bryce Katzman because you know he always likes it when I get loaded on your program.
2: I don't think I don't think Bryce will be listening to this he no, will, Bryce, he, it, he's not about killing these animals yeah I was
0: telling Kyle Cost. Bryce and I have had this conversation Bryce said he will never watch this movie ever
1: yeah but he might listen to our commentary
2: this is true you don't have to watch yeah, it yeah true
1: yeah, you don't have, yeah well, people can avoid watching the movie that want to and just Space kinda...
2: Jesus can live vicariously through me and all of my disgust <laughs>
1: yeah So, yeah. yeah, if Joe were with us right now, then he, he would be. This shit is one of the most racist movies I think I've ever seen. Just because they go in there and they totally just shit on all of these, uh, you know, these Aboriginal peoples.
0: Yeah, and you could tell, too, this is like the mood of the movie changes.
1: Well, not as, just as, from as, the they, as soon as they yeah, but, but it's like every, but that's a, He, he manipulates in you into achieving a certain level of sympathy for these kids, knowing that they were here. These young people went into this jungle to, to make this documentary and they were killed and eaten by these horrible cannibals. And then all of that goes right into the shitter as soon as you begin to learn what kind of people they were. Oh, yeah.
0: You know what
1: I mean? It's anaconda. And I think that's that's actually one of the things that I liked most about this movie. One of my takeaways was how how he manipulated in you into being sympathetic and then completely turned that around and showed you what a bunch of horrible assholes they were.
0: To uh, going back, to what I said, even when the movie was starting, I just after I watched this, just how many mo- movies that this movie spawned and still is like inspiring, like just uh, everything that has come out.
1: So this movie, this movie could have been made two weeks ago. It could have been made forty years ago. I mean, it, it kind of, it, you kind of had to keep reminding yourself where it falls in the course of. Percent of the history here, because like I said, there's still movies that
2: were made before that feel what like. What is it. that? Oh, not the monkey! A mon- yes. Don't fucking kill the monkey! Oh fuck!
0: He went all faces of death. God
1: damn it! But you know what? That's something that again, oh, that those, those tribesmen uh, did that anyway because monkey brains are considered a delicacy. Yeah. That oh was yeah. Like a, it was a rare treat for them to actually to eat monkey brains, so it was like. It was like he was buying lunch for the for the crew.
0: Yeah, he's getting Snickers bars for everyone.
1: Like I was saying before, it's like this movie was made in 1980, and yeah, you can see where this had a lot of influence on movies that came after it. But I'm I'm talking about movies like The Passenger and uh, and uh, um, Apocalypse Now, which came before this movie. Oh yeah, it almost, it almost seems like this movie influenced them, but it couldn't have been because they came before. You oh yeah. I mean? yeah. So this movie kind of like it's hard to it's hard to. Place this exactly in the exact time and place. And again, that uh, the the the, the um, Herzog movie I mentioned before, um, uh, *Guru the Wrath of God*, certainly had an influence on this.
2: God, that monkey! Fuck! <laughs> Jesus! I feel horrible. I need to stop and take a shower. <laughs> well, that's
1: it. <laughs> The people that I went to see this movie with, I went to see it with my friend Katie and her and her boy, her fiance Devin. And Devin's not like into the same kind of stupid ass movies that, that the three of us are. You know, he's not a horror fan. He's not a yeah. genre fan. He'll, I mean, he he goes and he he's not really a movie fan. So poor Devin, we, we subjected Katie and I were like high fiving each other and doing chest bumps after this movie, and Kevin looked like he had his soul ripped out of him. Mm-hmm. You know oh I mean? yeah. He, he, I, I, he definitely like, I definitely I, feel like a piece of shit right and now. And he's no pussy. He's he's like a you know a, you know, the you know pretty pretty tough dude, but man, he looked like he just totally had his soul ripped out at the end of this movie. We expected to turn and find him in a fetal position.
0: <laughs> well, because this is it is a culture shock, basically. It is a shock to the system. If you've this, never this is...
1: I would never, ever, ever recommend this movie to anybody who's just a casual movie viewer either. Yes, no. exactly. You know what I mean, I, people, people who like, you know, I would never, I would never put this on my mom's Netflix queue. You know,
2: <laughs> that's probably real. That probably, that dude probably got torn up uh, by a fucking.
1: No, that's the something. dude who got shot.
2: Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a dude who got shot.
2: Well, what happened to their buddy that chopped his leg off? Where did that dude go? Oh, he died, man. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, yeah didn't you see? I the would probably had him, my but... hand in front of the face, fucking face palming it, so I didn't have to see monkey. Get I'm, really proud of to you. I'm really proud of you, Kyle.
1: You're, you're taking this ass raping very, you know, like a, like a boss here tonight.
2: Oh, not it... the fucking pig, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just... Don't fucking do it.
1: Don't pass the pig. I've actually seen pigs being slaughtered. Yeah. It's... The first time I saw a pig being slaughtered, I was traumatized. Oh was...
2: that pig took it to Dome. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man, that was a pig. That was a cool <laughs> little pig, you fucking cockwater. Yeah. Fuck you, dickhead. See? Listen to it.
1: Yeah, listen listen to his bullshit crude with this too. It's like he's trying to air it all of these situations.
0: And, uh, and, and I just want to let everybody know, I'm not so much laughing at the, because I'm like, I kind going on.
2: Like, I want to hug that pig, dude. Don't blast him in the fucking dome. <laughs> just, you're cracking me up. But yeah, this, I, I, is, this movie I
0: just got...
3: actually
1: right something for... else that I found interesting, too, is like... I know that they probably could have gotten away with, with doing special effects and killing fake animals instead of real ones here, but the, the way that people who watch this movie seem to have more sympathy for the animals being slaughtered than for the human beings that are being slaughtered.
0: Oh yeah, damn it, 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 uh, what is said and everything. It just it,
1: it just something's... reminds me of like when my little brother used to watch John Wayne movies. You know, he wouldn't give two shits if like the Duke wiped out a whole tribe of Indians. But God forbid the horse should get shot. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a bitch because the horse got shot.
2: That sounds like my dad.
1: Guys, look at these fucking animals now. They're burning oh, out God. this entire village, and th- they're making a documentary about the violence that they're there to witness. And they're the ones that are creating the violence.
2: These got well, these guys are fucking
1: dicks. Yeah, and it's like you you you, you, all, you, you want them now. At, you know, now you're at a point where you already know what happens to them. Holy
2: shit! Yeah, that of, goddamn tent was like a clown car. See fuckers <laughs> run out of that really thing. It's like thirty of them.
1: Yeah.
0: You're you're kind of watching them slowly, watching their madness slowly. Oh, get, the
1: fever's got them. Oh, absolutely, they got the jungle fever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you. you it's madness. like the the madness just grows as seconds go by. Especially once you get halfway into this movie, it's like you begin.
1: So here's another great scene where the music. Totally contrasts the violence mm-hmm. on the screen. Oh yeah, the bird basically burning these this people fucker, alive.
2: This fucker! I, I want dance. this dude. This dancing fucking fool! I want him to get it bad and slow. That's that's
1: the point I'm trying to make. It's like there. Now we're we're taking a ship further now, where you already know what happens to these people. Now you can't wait for them to get what they get Yeah. You know, you can't. Well, now you're you're rooting for their comeuppance. The, the yeah, emotional ride The emotional ride that he takes you on, and, and you're and you're. The way that you view this, these people, it's just I've never experienced anything like it before.
0: Yeah, because I remember when I was sitting there in the Oaks Theater and I'm watching this, I'm like, why in the fuck would you even do this? Yeah, You know, like the, the filmmakers that are there, uh, you know, supposed to make this documentary, I'm just like, why would you even
1: cause this? You know, it look, makes no sense. Yeah, look at that guy's face right there where he turned to the camera with a big grin on his face like, yeah, this fucking rocks, you know. Yeah, these... It's hard, yeah, dude. You can't wait
2: for these assholes to die now. Oh, now they're going to fucking get it on, like, crazy mammals. Oh, yeah. They're going to do it yeah, Discovery Channel style. Yeah, they get it's all kind of Yeah, th- all kinds on. of, like... Their, their
1: blood boiling now, man. Hey... I just wiped out an entire village of aboriginal people. Let's fuck. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah the one thing yep. you're not expecting to show up and all of a sudden it, five seconds later. Hey, let's get down.
2: Yeah. wow. I think
0: that's – and I think it's another thing that just disgusts people, too. It just – they so, decide – they just decide, hey, we're going to have, have sex.
1: sex.
2: This is like a, like a turn-on for them. Yep. Well, at this point, I'm just – this movie is fucking harsh, and the only thing I can do is laugh at it. It's like did. a defense mechanism, really. I think I think you've probably seen the
1: most stunning examples of, of violence against animals, but you've you've not yet seen the most stunning example of violence against human other human beings. Oh and yeah, you, you still haven't seen some of the best special effects in the movie. And again, Tim, you're right. You know, the, 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 to juxtapose this scene of what should be like fun, frivolous lovemaking against that violent scene that we just said, it's repulsive. It's yeah, repulsive. it's a, it's like but these it, people it, that that made his dick hard. You know what I mean? And he
0: and I just I think it's so weird seeing like these tribes people in the background and they're watching this, and it's like. Oh yeah, it's
1: probably been an even greater turn on that they've got an audience for this shit too. You know,
0: because the sad part is, it's like this, you you sit there and wonder who you know is actually like this. Like, is is there somebody in your life that's this disturbing? Could actually, you,
1: never, you don't know like that. that though. If yes, you're the normal human being in the world, and put them in this situation, and it's an entire. It's like a switch gets flipped. It's an, you don't know what kind of release this is going to create in somebody. It's like going to war, man. You don't, you know, you don't know who's,
2: you know, who's the killer and who's not until. You know. I'll tell you what, dude. After watching this, I think I'm gonna have to watch like Monty Python and the Holy Grail three times. I, <laughs> it's not, I, I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually
1: came back and watched. I forget what it was, but it was like a whole season of uh, of a comedy show, just to sort of like cleanse my palate uh, after this.
2: I think I might have to watch Trailer Park Boys tonight all night. No, go. I know what I need. I, Blues I brother. Yeah, no, I need some Three Stooges. Stooges. Yeah. I see, you
0: need some space. Good old,
2: good old yeah. innocent
1: slapstick. Just don't watch anywhere they go to a jungle and, you know, have to face cannibals or anything.
0: <laughs>
1: I spent all last weekend watching the entire first season of Hannibal.
0: Yeah, what did you think?
1: I liked it. You know, I I really, after I fought through that initial episode, it kind of like it really got its hooks in me. Yeah. Yeah, And it really helps if you um, know all of the Thomas Harris novels or have seen all the movies, so you know the relationship between all the characters going in. Because (laughs) if all you know is Silence of the Lambs, a lot of the little in-jokes and references and stuff are going to be lost on you. Like if you like if you, you know that the Freddy the Freddy character in this in the TV show is a female, Freddy Lowndes is a female in the TV show, but he's male in the novel and in the the, the movies. And you kind of know what's going to happen to Freddy eventually, but it doesn't happen to her in the TV series. So it's yeah. kinda, it, it kind of helps a lot. It really adds a lot to it. But I love the way that they're doing it. I love the directions that they're taking it. Um yeah, man, it's just really a really good show.
0: Yeah, wait until you see the end of the second season.
1: Well, yeah, I'm chewing up the whole second season. I'm going to go, go binge-watch binge watch it in a whole, whole weekend like I did with the first season. Yeah, it's,
0: it's the best, in my opinion, it's the best TV show going right now.
1: Yeah, you know, the last time I did the program with you guys, you, you recommended it to me. That's why I went back and gave it a second look. And it was, You're right, yeah, it was definitely worth the second look, man.
0: Yeah, I, I just, I love it. I I can't get enough of Hannibal.
1: Look at this poor bastard. That monster. fucker
2: got yeah. cooked.
1: And he's sitting there. Oh! Shaving, nonchalantly shaving.
0: Just checking him out like it's somebody having a lemonade on the beach.
2: Yeah. That's fucking crazy shit.
1: And they're just standing over. It's like, do we help or do we film it? Oh, let's film it.
0: Yeah, their, their gut instinct is to film it first instead of doing anything.
1: And they're actually the ones responsible for her injuries, too, you know? To protect itself, the tribe must eliminate
0: getting to see intelligence. The tribe must eliminate getting to see intelligence. Your advocacy will go away.
1: Your social surgery.
2: And this is just some wild shit. Are they giving her cesarean? What's going on here? She's oh. trying to give birth. Oh,
1: yeah. Try to keep your eyes up for this one, Cal.
2: Oh, she's digging in there. Oh, she's it's not like it they
0: out. got an ice cream
2: scoop. This is right. true. Get some salad tongs for
1: these folks. As, as, as a nurse, I'm appalled by their lack of hand hygiene here.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, Obama.
2: Jerk out. <laughs> Obama's Obama. healthcare right here. Here you luck go. Watch. <laughs> so that baby was stillborn, I take it. Well, it is now. Well, yeah. it's a mud yeah. You got a little mud girl. Oh. This and is what I've got fucking horrendous. <Yeah>.
1: There you go, right there. It's like they, they could they can turn back and, and save what's left of their souls, but no, they want fame so badly that they're going to do everything they can to achieve it. This yeah. this these things right here is what reminds me of modern modern uh, reality TV. Mm-hmm. This is survival. Yeah, I I agree with these, you. These fame at any cost reality TV. That is fame at any cost. I don't this care is. How-
2: no matter yeah, how this is Team it is, Mom. You know, yep, I mean, that's you got it? Is it yeah, that, just just that, just this
1: ridiculous. movie is so prophetic of, of modern reality television. It, it fucking gives me goosebumps. It's like, how did he fucking know? It, it, it is.
0: It's just, uh, that's when we uh, talked about the Running Man too. Some of the, just the crazy ass shows that go on.
1: Yeah, who would have thought that fucking Running Man would have been so prophetic when we were watching it, like, you know, like 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago. But, yeah, you're right. What seemed ridiculous at the time seems like, yeah, man, that's what they do now.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm fucking speechless. This yeah. is, like, the safe part of the movie. When I, they I cut like, back to I New York, like throws, I'm all about
1: it. He throws these moments in, in, like, this here to give you just enough time to, to collect yourself yeah. before the next barrage comes, too. Yeah. And I think... I ooh, think look at think, that
2: fucking lurch dude in the back. Who's that motherfucker? That guy's... Tom Noonan. Ooh. No shit. That's fucking Tom Noonan. Yeah. <laughs> I but happen. I
0: I like these switchbacks to New York. I like these scenes. They do,
1: and you, they're so necessary because I mean, first of all, how much goddamn punishment can you take? How much brutality can you witness for you without having an opportunity to take your breath? But, yeah, but you you can't take after 90 minutes. Where he straight. puts them and the way that he uses them is like as like chap, chapters. You know, they're, I think they're they're, they're they're beautifully placed. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. They're not just like randomly placed. They don't feel like they're randomly placed. You, you they're placed need it. It's
2: like a lunch break, like a
1: break. Well, a not break, not really, not really they're, they're necessary, yeah. but, but they also, where he puts them in the context of the movie are also, I mean, just perfect. And I think
0: that's lost on some of the filmmakers that try to do films in the same vein as this, like some of the torture films or try to do stuff of that nature. They feel like I'm going to just keep doing yeah. torture 90 minutes straight. And they don't realize you do need stuff like what they're doing in Cannibal Holocaust where they get, have this professor explaining to these people. No, That's you do not want to see what, it.
1: Man. You, you, in order for a, for order for suspense to be effective, you've got to give moments of rest.
3: Yes.
2: You know, <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, you know, when we finally get to see that Eli Roth green Inferno, it's going to be nothing but straight fucking gore throughout and no, no time to take a pause and, and, and step back for a minute. when. He's just going to rip this movie off. I can, I know you're, it.
1: You're probably right, but you know what? I think he's he's also going to throw a lot of, like, winky, nudgy kind of, like, fanboy humor in it, too. Yeah. That's probably going to piss me off. Well, I never knew that that, that
2: usually, was what Diodato in what, In Hollywood. Well, yeah, Hol-
1: that's usually what pisses me off about Roth's movies, is that if he would just go about it in a, in a, in a serious way, but he, I mean, he's got, like, the taint of Tarantino in, a, in him, where he has to throw out little winks and nods oh. to the... The knowing members of the audience. Oh, that, that
2: guy! She's gonna get fucking bushwhacked. That cannot be pleasurable, Rape. That's gross, dude. It's like, ugh.
0: He got mud but.
2: He does have mud, mud butt. butt. It's like oh, <laughs> it's even that's fucking disgusting. It's so gross.
1: But it's an act. It's an act of violence, though, man. It's it's not. You know, I don't think it's supposed to be pleasure. It's it's a.
2: This is just fucking disgusting shit, dude. Yeah, they, yeah. They,
1: my only complaint is that the actors that are watching this movie, they're they're, they're not actually watching this, you know. They're, they're actors in a studio being filmed, and God knows what they're watching. They could be watching Three Stooges. But yeah. they're, they're not they're not acting nearly as appalled as they ought to be mm. watching the this, this supposed footage. So I, I think that if I, they, I, he had actually shown them what they were supposed to be watching... They've had a lot more disgusted look on it.
2: Oh, she's throwing fucking for real punches. <laughs> he got the Hulk Hogan headband on. He's going to drop a leg. <laughs> and head part He's going to drop the leg. Thing it doesn't have mud on yeah, it. Oh, no
0: shit.
1: He's going to Hulk up here. This guy, his, his dick is in the mud, too. This guy's pants are around his ankles and Serious mud butt. <laughs> See, they're all kind of like, oh, oh blase. They should be like York, Kyle. Huh? They should be sitting there with their fucking hands over their faces. But I think this is probably the one shot here that probably got...
2: Oh, got yeah. him in trouble.
1: Got him in trouble because this is just so incredibly realistic mm-hmm. looking here. I mean, how the fuck did you do? You fake this?
2: And it is. It's fake. It's fake.
1: Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, like their their expressions that are not fucking That fucking creep. But but, the, there, right there, that where he's looking at that. He's got that shitty grin on his face. And now, for the purpose, for the point of the camera, he has to wipe that. Wipe that smile off his face to show that he's more appalled. But that—that—that that, that right there, that—that's that shot right there was like the V shot in the movie. That's the heart of the movie right there, where he's looking at that impaled person with this vile grin on his face, and then has to shake his head and get rid of it in order to appear human for the sake of his documentary. Yeah, where you see just what, You get to see just what an absolute inhuman animal he really is. And you never see that vile smile on the face of any of the killers in Last House and the Left, for example.
0: I can see your point,
1: but that's that's for me. That's that's the essence of this movie right here. That they that basically they're this they're indulge and in they're most. So
2: what the hell famous. was their what the fuck was their plan? They were going to go back and edit all the parts out where they were being shitheels, and then just
1: yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. They, Create a
2: sensational
1: documentary about the violence and, and degradation and uh, depravity of the jungle, and they're the ones that brought all of that to the jungle.
2: That's where the tables are turning. Yeah.
1: All these fucking going oh, to get bushwhacked. Yeah, tables are turning big time now. Oh, shit. I hate when that happens. Chris, I live, in, I live in Louisiana. That shit happens all the time down here.
2: Oh, they got they got Tom Petty. Fuck that, dude. What the fuck does she have? This is
0: pretty cool too. I just like
1: them jumping. Oh, yeah. On, yeah. Here we go. Oh, they're not done with him yet.
2: Well, what the fuck was she beating against a tree?
0: I can't remember this
1: what is that is. It's like age. a big suitcase or some shit. It was the, uh, I think it's the case that they're carrying their, uh, filming equipment in. Blast.
0: Hey, blast one away like that's gonna help. Yeah.
2: Oh, no. It only draws them. Give them, yeah. them back gave away their I mean, position. They're fucked now, for sure. Oh, dong. Cho- oh!
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: dong yeah. chopped! Yep. No more dong. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a nicer fella.
1: And that's just it. If you had seen this scene at the beginning of the movie, before you knew what a bunch of foul, despicable fucking assholes they were, you know, yeah. you would think... It- Oh, yeah. before die. But now you're like, you know what? You fucking had to come and do it. Coming, dude.
0: You're kind of like rooting for the natives to just do now, the most vile thing to They're just, they're,
1: they're just getting the revenge for all the horrors that they've subjected them to. This is where I also like the way that he uses the trailers uh, uh, cut in with the. Those, those kind of like smeary trailers. It's the, the, the film starts to get real choppy.
0: Yeah, yeah, oh you know? yeah,
1: yeah. That shit right there. Like the film was all beat up and shit. Well, you've you got to be a good filmmaker in order to make it look like a bad, badly recorded movie.
0: Yeah, okay. oh yeah.
2: Well, I'll ask you this: Do you think? let just what I, what is... yeah, Go ahead. Man. Do you think Diodato is a good filmmaker? Because this is it. I looked. I looked up this filmography earlier and. This is the only thing I recognize.
1: I think he's a good filmmaker. I, 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 but, but you know, good filmmakers, most of the career, turn out like, Coppola. Coppola gave us, what, three really great movies mm-hmm. and the rest of his books have been kind of, eh. You know, he, he's he's a good filmmaker who's made a couple of great films. And I think is the, the, the same thing. I think he's a very good filmmaker who's made one just
2: incredible
1: movie.
0: Two, I think, this one kind of chased off.
2: I don't. I, would, of I wouldn't be surprised potential. if anybody. Nobody wanted anything to do with this guy after he made this movie. Oh yeah, like, well, you, know, you
1: went off the deep end, and they—they they didn't. They didn't. You know, the, 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 there were people that were intrigued by the by the controversy. That you know saw dollar signs. You know, the controversy leads to ticket sales, man. So there were people that did want to hire him for that reason. And then there are other people that just, just, they did, didn't want to touch them with a 10 foot pole. They didn't want to, didn't want to impale them on a 10 foot pole. <laughs> I also like this part of the soundtrack. Yeah, we're all kind of like, but this is this is also where the the, the music and the soundtrack here has gone way beyond any of that lush, beautiful.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It's just stuff now where it's just kind of like almost like John Carpenter, just kind of atonal chords and pound, pound, pound.
0: It's part of it, yeah. The, this is when the music bleeds into the movie. It's just it's all. If it didn't have the music, would it be as
2: effective? That professor just had a smirk on his face, just like, I told you fuckers you didn't want to see this.
1: Like I said, though, I, the only thing I think could have made it better if they, if they should, were more appalled, Yeah, you know, and, I, and I think that's probably what happened, is that they weren't watching this. What, you know, whatever they're watching, they, they, he says, oh, yeah, now you're watching footage of them being sort of like killed and eaten by these tribesmen, and they're imagining that and trying to
2: look concerned, but... <laughs> Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, yeah. Jesus Christ, that fucker's got a f- goddamn... Man. Yeah, no shit. They're fucking some stuff up.
1: <laughs>
2: Boo! I'm going to be hearing that shit all night long.
1: John Carpenter on keyboards. Mm -hmm. Well, this
0: is the other thing, too. You would think the dude, for as just fucked up and crazy as he was, you would think he would have took off as soon as they grabbed this girl. He would have just even told the camera, dude,
1: I'm out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck this noise. I'm out of here.
2: She's got some granny panties. Well, it
1: is 1980. Yeah,
2: this is true. She had to keep that bush under her wrap somehow.
1: More cute underwear in 1980.
2: Yeah, they just never showed
3: it
1: in movies. <laughs> <laughs> just you're right, they just never really showed it in movies. To say earlier, when I said about how you got to be a good filmmaker in order to make a film look look shitty, crappy, and and amateurish, and that's that's, that's, even though I'm not really a great fan of the August Underground movies, that's one of the things that I that I do appreciate about them is the fact that they were able to make those movies look like they were shot by amateurs, you know, in in the way that they sort of like fade and cut, and the splices are bad and everything. You know what? You
2: just hit on another set of movies I've never seen that I, I just have no desire to see something like that. Well, you know what? Now that you've seen this. Yeah. I mean, this you know, oh. brings something <laughs> to the table. I just don't know, and I probably shouldn't say it, even though I've never seen August Underground. I just don't think that, I don't know, does that bring anything to the table at all?
1: Yeah, yeah, I really think it does. And I think for, for this, just... Because of the way it was made and who made it and how they made it and, and the,
2: the I love the, the fucking marketing, the actual, marketing shit around it. You know
1: the actual the actual craftsmanship that goes into it. The, the themes and the images are repulsive, and you know it's it's not something that I would watch for pleasure. But I've seen them, and I, I appreciate them for what what you know on a certain level. But they're not movies that I would sit and enjoy.
0: Yeah, it's, and then I got I respect I respect, Fred, too. Basically saying that he wants he wanted to do other stuff eventually too,
1: and he did. Like I said, Renson's one of my favorite movies. Oh man. yeah, it's I love you know, that. That's movie. like that's like a Fulci movie that Fulci never made. I think that's that was, that was fucking brilliant. And when I've we showed that the first, uh, when we showed it at the first uh, zombie fest back in two thousand and seven, I was standing next to Fred and I said, "I'm just amazed by what I'm seeing here, man." And he had this really intense look on his face. And he goes, Thirteen people made this movie, man. Thirteen people." And I thought, you know, it was like he was saying it with this, like, his intense pride that, you know, this great movie was made with such a small crew. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but there you go. He's going to wear her head for a hat women, now. You know? the <laughs>
2: women took their revenge. Yeah.
1: See, shouldn't they seem more concerned? <laughs> but, you know, they're playing yeah. volleyball. With chick's head. You know.
2: Yeah, this dude, he, I would have been gone. Wouldn't been doing yep. nothing.
1: I actually just used the, that that image right there as my Facebook cover photo for a while.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Noonan over there. He's asleep. He's gonna go throw up now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's like, hold on, I have a redhead kid I got to steal in another movie. <laughs>
1: so, and Kyle, I think this, this movie's gonna do the same thing to you that it did to me. It's like now, now, now that you've kind of seen it and experienced, it and you got this sort of like stunned awe of, of what you've just seen. This movie's gonna work in your head though. You're gonna think about things that you've seen here and make connections now. Once you get over the initial, initial kind of you know numbness. Of, of having seen it. And you're, you're really going to appreciate what a rich movie this is and I'll, what an important movie it is. tell like you what, said,
2: man, I feel like a complete piece of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this movie makes you want to take a shower after you're done yeah. watching it. The only thing that could make this movie, like, more despicable and gross and and just awful is, like, if fucking Spinel just showed up right now. <laughs> All right, if,
1: I'm to... You're going to
0: get cruised by Spinell as soon as I I was just going to say, this movie, for me, it falls in that category of, like, if just I spit on your grave, you know, The Last House on the Left, it's stuff that you enjoy, you're glad you watched it, but you can also go a while
1: without watching it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't have like, a... If you you watching this movie so soon after having seen it for the first time, it's like... I don't
2: have an urge ever to go back and watch this. This is going to be like maybe five years from now I'll go watch this, maybe.
1: I will probably watch this movie about once a year. Well,
2: I'll tell you what, if my girlfriend was here right now, I would not have a girlfriend. I guarantee <laughs> you that if... if sh- Hey, Lambert and waffle.
1: Strangely, though, yeah, know, I, I saw this in a movie with a, a girl and her boyfriend, and it was like the, the boyfriend who took it hard. Yeah. So I guess it depends on who you're with, man. It's like it definitely is not for everybody. It's not something I, again, like I, I would never recommend this movie to a casual moviegoer. No. And, like I said, I'm probably alone in that most of my friends who are into horror movies and exploitation films have already seen this and seen it more than once. You know, so I'm kind of like late to the game.
0: Yeah, I I just I bring up this movie when somebody it's not even a horror fan, especially when they're not a horror movie fan. It just come up it come up to you it come up to me and just basically bring up, Oh, I seen this really sick movie last night. I'm like Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> and they just mention like some PG thirteen film and it's like, Okay. Really? It's like go watch Cannibal Holocaust.
1: Uh, I just... And we just did.
0: Yes, we did, sir.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> Kyle's depressed. <laughs> kind of knowing what was coming, it did, really didn't. I mean, I, I, like I said, I've seen it's been so recently that I've seen it that I didn't have enough time has lapsed for me to kind of get. A, and my initial reaction to this movie is still fresh in my mind. So mm-hmm. even though I kind of knew what was coming, I still got to relive a lot of that, uh, you know, that, that emotional stuff that it brought up especially in the you know again in the animal slaughter, but
2: that's like shit. i said
1: i i see i see so so many things in this movie i see and like a lot of movies that have come after it now, so I don't know whether that's intentional or whether it's just through osmosis, but this movie has found its way in into popular culture whether it meant whether whether you know about it or not so what, like my sister is a die hard survivor fan mm-hmm. so whether she knows it or not, she she has been affected by *Cannibal Holocaust*. You know what I mean? It's so this this movie has become such a part of popular culture in its own way that whether you're you're aware of it or not, you're, you've been affected by it. Oh yeah. You've seen everyone has seen a movie that this you know a horror, some kind of a movie that this movie has influenced. This
2: was a horrible, horrible fucking thing to sit through. <laughs> but yeah.
1: I'm not, are you I'm, a, I'm, I'm, Kyle's actually in a fetal position right now, I, sucking his thumb. I need
2: a hug from Kamala. I, I just, look.
1: I just
0: loved all the little pictures. I just, I, cause I went on Facebook now that the movie's over. I just, I've turned on Facebook so I could see anything Kyle posted and just see it.
1: his just post tears. as we're watching the movie. It's funny. You're, Kyle, your tears are like candy. <laughs> I'm a man now. That's just that uh, uh, you feel like you've just been raped in prison. In now that in, in, the, in the words curl of curl up God. in the ball in the shower. In now the words just, of Chris Elliott, these, these pipes are clean. These pipes are clean now. We need it's, to just if you're a horror movie fan, if you're a genre movie fan, if you're an exploitation movie fan, if you're a fan of Italian cinema, you have to see this movie. You just have to. Yeah. Oh, whether yeah. you like it or not, whether you, whether it, you, it makes you sick or not, or whether you enjoy it or not. Whether there's anything about it at all that you can appreciate, but you just have to see it.
3: Mm-hmm. You know.
1: You can wait thirty years like I did, or you can, you know, see it the minute you hear about it, but you just have to see it. It's it's one of the it's the absolute must viewing if you're into any of those those kinds of movies I've
2: just mentioned. I think all the animal shit, like that's that's bad, sh- man. I don't handle that shit at all. It's it's
1: bad shit, and they could have handled it very differently. But you know what? I've seen it in other movies, though, man. You know, it's like I said, that scene in Apocalypse where they slaughter that 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 uh, water buffalo. Yeah, it's like that's just as grisly as anything we've seen in this movie.
2: I do need mm. to watch like Big Trouble in Little China and now and Holy Grail. And I, I think I think UHF <laughs> is getting put in right now. You really need to watch something lighthearted. Yeah, uh, uh, UHF <laughs> might might get it, but
1: Jesus, this is this is the uh, there is nothing light hearted at all about this movie.
2: Mm-mm. Nothing. I, I do need some Stooges right now, but that was an experience. <laughs> Holy shit!
1: Thank I'm glad Lord. we did this, man. This is a, yeah. This is this was a lot of fun for me. You know, I know it was That was kind of troubling for Kyle, but
2: it was all right. Like I knew all the. I don't,
1: I don't. really get a chance because, first of all, if, if you and I were, if the three of us were in a movie theater watching this together, we wouldn't be talking through it. Uh, you know, no, We're not, no, we're not no. fucking assholes. Um, but to, to, to sit and actually watch a movie with friends and comment while the movie's going on, I don't get a chance to do that too often. So, this this was a lot of fun for me, guys.
2: Well, there you have it. Uh, I'm the, I've been divergionized. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do need a beer. Gonna, Kyle's gonna
1: go apply some uh, soothing ointments to his soul right now.
2: If I even have one left. (laughs) Now I could go to Wasteland and not feel like a fucking fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Now I will be accepted at Cinema Wasteland. I have seen Cannibal Holocaust. But I guess we're out of here, Rodrigo. Thanks so much, dude. This was yes, thank you, sir. And uh yeah, let me know if you want to get together. And Tim,
1: I'm going to send you that list of movies that I mentioned before, and to see okay. if there's anything there that you guys want to want to maybe do do with that, because there's a couple of really uh, great movies on there.
2: Hit list is got. I've got it, a
1: hit list. Yeah, a For Lance, Hendrickson, Lance Hendrickson, Lance and Jan Michael Vincent. Say no more. In a Lustig right? movie, Tim. In a Lustig movie, no Ooh, less. That's yeah. yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, we need we need to get together and talk about those.
2: That's yeah. We'll uh, put guys, that one. We'll put that one on the on the wait and wait wait until Rodrigo comes back on list. Cause oh, yeah. I'll have to get it to Tim. I, I doubt you have it, Tim.
0: No, that's fine. Just get it to me. And like I said, since we're not, we'll only do it when Quast
1: is on. That's fine. Yeah.
2: But Rodrigo, thanks for coming on.
1: Oh guys, thanks again. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Tim,
2: go to bed. I hope chuds aren't stealing your water anymore.
1: <laughs> no, it's been cool. Yeah, what's the, I hear Pittsburgh has been having quite a chud problem lately. Uh, it's
0: like, Right before Christmas, man, it it just, I was telling Kyle this. Literally, I had water for 12 hours during like a three and a half day period. What
2: the shit is this? Hold on. Freaking news. Go for it. Missouri Missouri pig brothel dismantled during FBI raid.
1: (laughs) Missouri pig brothel? Pig,
2: Pig brothel.
1: So apparently there are worse things you can do to a pig than shoot it in the head and oh, eat it.
2: Yes. What a I don't know if it was a Come
1: if a it if I if you take that literally.
2: Ooh. Wow. Underground pig broth. I we gotta get out of here. This <laughs> What? So there,
1: so there are worse things than cannibal holocaust. There you go. Oh, fuck. You're gonna have some interesting dreams tonight, Kyle. I'll, you know, you know. Let me let me know tomorrow what kind of dreams you have. I need
2: tonight. to drink some Nyquil and just pass out. <laughs> Big old fucking hit That's off nice. of a Nyquil bottle. All right, Tim. Thanks for showing up.
1: Yes, sir. Rodrigo,
2: we'll have you on. We'll do some hit list.
1: Sounds good, man. And
2: we are out of here. God, All right, God. Folks. Get to church. Ha 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 ha.